welcome to episode 30 of Running Matters. My name's Matt North. I'm joined by my co-host, Danny Toole. Thanks for coming in, DT. Thanks, Matty. Episode 30, mate. We're making some progress. Amazing. Yep, quite a milestone. And I believe you were episode one. Mr. Six Foot. Is that, is that, that's correct? Could be, yeah. I don't think I'm Mr. Six Foot, but yeah, yeah that's all right. And our special guest today is Phil Bownave. Is that, did I pronounce that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thanks for coming, Phil. It's all right. It's a nice place to come to. Excellent. Out near the National Park. Out near the National Park. So you're over at Ramwick. No, Kensington. Kensington, excuse yeah, me. Down the hill. Down the hill. And, next uh, to the light rail. Next to the new light rail. <laughs> Noisy. And, um, I said to you, let's catch up for a run, come over and run in the National Park, which you, you, you like doing with the, the Shri Shinmoy races. And uh, you said, yep, let's meet at 6am. And you, this morning you turned up at 6am and you'd run over from home. So you'd done 25Ks jogging over from home before we went out and did our little 11K loop. So that's a, that's a pretty good effort, mate. Pretty early start for you. Yeah, it was a beautiful morning and um, nice nice temperature, nice clear sky. And um, I got to have a bit of a warm up. It was either it was either run or, or scooter, and um, just uh, I'm doing doing a 12 hour race in a couple in three weeks. The Street Chinmoy at it at a near Lumia station. Um, and so I need to get as many kilometres in the legs as I can. Yep. So this has got to take whatever opportunity, opportunity. you've got. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what, what time did you get up and what time did you leave home? Um, well, I left at 3. 3 a.m.? Yeah. I, I usually... Uh, this is a good thing about running everywhere. Uh, you, can, you can just judge your time and, and get yeah. it pretty much... Spot on. Nail it, yeah. Um, Don't have to worry about traffic. No, no timetables. I, I run all, all around the city. I tend to race the family if they're catching the bus. And <laughs> almost anywhere I, I go, I know I can leave and get there when I need to. Because you don't have a car, so you, you run or scooter everywhere. You commute in public transport if it's further, I believe. Yeah, if I, if I need to get out of Sydney, then I'll catch the train. But I can generally get all around Sydney on, on foot or scooter. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, that makes you unique is you're running in flip-flops. You're like, yeah, you, you, that's your thing, isn't it? Running in sandals as opposed to shoes. Yeah, well, I've always called them um, slippers. Like, they're yep. just bathroom, like bathroom Pl- rubber, rubber slippers. Yeah. Um, I started back in the, maybe the early 90s when I went, riding down to Melbourne and I needed some shoes just temporarily and I got these rubber slippers, these Chinese rubber slippers and they just kept lasting and <laughs> I became hooked and, and wow. I've done everything in them ever since. Do you Have you ever seen anyone else running in them? Um, not, is it common? Not, I've seen other like, like thong-like things but yeah. not really the slippers. There's a lot of those barefoot sandals, you know. There's uh, uh, born to run, barefoot Teddy has his lunar sandals, and like with a strap and the Harachis mm. from Mexico and and that. But yeah, I've never seen anyone running in those sort of slippers before. So yeah, and, and it's not hard to understand why you don't see anyone at the moment because they're hard to get. Yeah, right. Um, there was some sort of golden years where I used to be able to get them from Kmart. Yeah, <laughs> them three years in a row. I mean, the best model. You, you probably don't yeah, get, don't appreciate those. Yeah, things. yeah. How, how the differences between all the types of slippers, but they had the best model that you can get yeah. in Kmart. Um, and the third year they were eight dollars a pair, yeah. and so I stocked up. I got probably ten pairs last yeah. time I could get them, expecting them to keep getting them each summer. Yeah. But they, they they changed over to the model Crop like the slide type. slide type like the Adidas and Nike have uh, have them where they just have a strip going across the, the top and they gave up it's sort of like a, a fashion thing yeah. so um, but I actually found the same model in America so I've just been to America and I got a few pairs. You from America. So. How, much, how much did you get them for over there? Well, uh, 14 American dollars. 
Yeah. So the premium, premium price. Premium. Probably the most of a pay for a pair of slippers. No. We've got we've got a listener question about performance sandals from a friend of the show, Paul Hadfield, and uh, so we'll get to that and we'll, we'll talk about uh, racing slippers and uh, training slippers as well, just to differentiate between the two. Mm. Should we have a beer? Absolutely. What do you think of the the filter, Phil? The fil- filter, yes. It's very, it's, um, I, I, I'm not not an expert enough to know. It's got a familiar taste, yep. sort of the sort of the fruity galaxy hops. I think they are very nice. Yep. Easy, easy to drink, even though it's not not real cold. No, well, it's eight eighteen eighteen a.m. Yeah, ne- never too early for a beer, is it? Yeah, it's done uh, thirty-seven k or something so far well, this if, morning. Yeah, well, if you've been up since three o'clock, yeah. technically it's lunchtime. Technically it's lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. so that's uh, that's pretty good. Everything's better in the morning. Mm. Yeah. So I'd like to thank our partners, Filter Brewing. That was a good segue. Uh, Goo Energy, Gaimi Allied Health, Fractal Running Caps, and Swimguard Pool Fence Certification. At the end of the show, I'll mention some discount codes for uh, Fractal, uh, Goo Energy, and also I've got a discount, uh, a promo code for Surf Coast Century. You done that race, Phil? Do you know Surf Coast Century? Uh, no. 100k race down along the Great Ocean Road. So we're, um, we're ambassadors for that race in September, 21st of September, so we're going to go down and do that event. Yes, I heard that you were giving a discount getting a discount for the 10% or something. Yeah, it's 10%, so we've got a discount you code need, for that. So You need it for all these big races that cost a fortune. It adds up, doesn't it? All well, the travel but to them, you know, I guess, as well. But, yeah. Uh, I guess it's a pretty spectacular race, that one. Yeah, I haven't done it before, but uh, it looks amazing and, and looking forward to doing it. So, um, yeah, that's uh, 21st of September, so that's going to be good. I mentioned to you, too, that um, unfortunately you couldn't make it, but we're doing the Royal Double Ultra Marathon which is in the last weekend of June. Um, so 50Ks on the Saturday, 50Ks on the Sunday. We've got about 15 spots left at the moment, and um, we might be able to, if it, if it does sell out, we might be able to uh, request extra places. So if you are interested, make sure you let us know. Send us an email. Have a look at our Facebook page, Royal Double Ultra Marathon. And, um, yeah, take, and talking about value, that's that's really good value that one. Yeah, yep. So um, sixty bucks for one day or seventy for two. The early bird special has just finished, uh, but that's still good value, isn't it? Seventy yep. bucks for for two. Hundred kilometers. Hundred kilometers. Yeah. Seventy cents a k. Yeah. Can't get better than that. Yep. Yep. So uh, so that's good value. Um, tell us where you grew up, Phil. I've pretty much always been around the eastern suburbs, uh, growing up in Randwick. So uh, I've um, generally lived pretty close to Centennial Park. I've done a lot of running around Centennial Park, on the outside loop around the around the fence. It's my, been my standard course over the years, or, or down to Coogee. Yep. Uh, the hills down to Coogee or out to Maroubra, South Maroubra. And, and you're still over that way now. How'd you get into running? Uh, just from school, um, I ran, always ran the cross countries at school, and then when I was at uni, uh, I had a friend that got me into doing triathlons. He was all keen. It was a sort of Dave Scott, Mark yeah. Allen, Scott Tinley years, and yeah. and we, years. we we got in, and the the doing the triathlons it it, could, it helped my running as well. So I was running really well back in those days of um, like a 75 type half marathon and managed wow. to get under under 50 minutes pretty regularly for the city to surf yeah. wow. and um, a lot of that was just through the general fitness of doing the swimming and the bike riding as well yeah yeah but um, I stick to just running these days after I um, kept kept going with the city to surf but in in those days, there wasn't much else in terms of racing that I knew about. So um, I kept up with the city to surf just to keep that preferred runner spot every year after year. Yeah. 
until um, I went overseas. I worked overseas for a couple of years and that I was in Singapore, so there wasn't a lot of running happening there. Pretty warm over there to run too. Yeah, yeah, just, just walking, get you sweaty. So I, I stopped running and then with the kids, the years with the kids growing up, it was only after the kids were sort of toddlers and, and I was able to get out and um, I think, yeah, I'd put on a bit of weight going to Malaysia, so when I was having trouble taking it off, I got serious running. And uh, one race, Maroubra Fun Run, led to, to all these years since. <laughs> got back wow. into it. Got the yeah. taste back for it. Did you join any running clubs? Have you ever been in any running clubs? Well, I've been in Athletics East, but I'm a bit, a bit of a non-show. Yeah. <laughs> Most of their... Oh, they have runs, I think, in Centennial Park or track work at ES Marks, but... Um, it just doesn't fit in with me, so I'm not a I'm not a track racer either. Um, I, I tried running on the track, and it's really good for me. I, yeah. It helps the times, but it, it just um, I, I find it too hard, too wearing on the body. So um, I just stick to my fairly casual um, morning runs. Yeah. And uh, what do you do for work that allows you to fit in your running? Well, I'm, I'm working at Prince of Wales Hospital in uh, the um, eye clinic doing, doing sort of specialised testing. It's called visual electrophysiology. So I test kids and adults measuring the, the electrical responses from their eyes and from their brain to, to, to light stimulation or pattern stimulation. To look at, to identify between retinal problems and visual pathway problems. So I've been doing that for an eight, last eight years, eight, eight and a half years. Yeah, right. And, and that's following on from years of doing other sort of um, physiological measurement jobs like sleep studies and um, nerve conduction studies, uh, epilepsy assessments. So I've been in about 30 years in hospitals. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. that's what took me to Singapore as well, working yeah. working in the hospital over there. That's um... listen. We digress. We should get back to running talk. Uh, Twenty met you in twenty fifteen down at the Sri Shinmoy um, oh. Marathon at Awardley. Lady Carrington. Lady Carrington. Uh, I did the half marathon with Danny that year. You did the full marathon. It was torrential rain. The weir was actually closed. We had to yeah. drive around the back way to get access. Um, it didn't stop Phil, though, because he just ran across. Well, <laughs> well so you ran the marathon, and, and again, you're, you're running in your flip-flops. You ran the marathon in 3.05 that year on, on Lady Carrington, which is, if anyone's day, done Lady Carrington, it's a tough undulating course, trail, trail course. Uh, and you did two laps, as, which makes up the marathon course. And uh, but because of the the flooding, it was also a lot of puddles and mud on the ground, which makes that time uh, even more impressive. impressive. But um, after chatting with you this morning on our run, I also learnt that you actually ran from home to to the, the marathon. To the marathon. So you ran thirty two kilometres from home. You ran the marathon. And then from the marathon, did you make your way, jog back to Gaimi train station or did you end up running the whole way home? No, no, I wasn't quite up to making it home. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a good year. I uh, was doing, doing more running than ever that year. Mm. And so I was pretty strong. And, yeah. and um, it suited me down to the ground running along that Lady Carrington Drive. It's a beautiful place. It's a fantastic spot to There's run. There's just something about running through the trees. Trees trees just get me going. Yeah. And um, the, the slippers were perfect for it because yeah. I could run through 100 puddles and they weren't any wetter than they were at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed running through the puddles, actually. Because I'd, cool. I'd run right through the middle where the, the ground was sort of the most stable. And um, splashing away. So, how long have you been been running in them for? Do do we call them slippers? Yeah, I call them slippers. But she, when I was in America a couple of weeks ago, you could hear every time I'd run past the crowd. And I ran a marathon in Pittsburgh, and it was really well supported. People the whole way around, 
And every time I'd run past the crowd, he'd hear flip-flop, flip-flop. <laughs> <laughs> that would call again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, my, my, my slippers, um, I, I started the first race, I considered running in them earlier, but they tended to be heavier rubber. Mm. So it was around... Um, uh, 2005, 2006, that they started coming out with these, it could be EVA rubber, or yeah, very right. light weight like rubber. Like the, the blow molded sort of croc type material, mm. yeah? Yeah, and um, so it was that, that Maroubra Fun Run 2009 that I, I did my first race in them. Wow. And um, yeah, it went, Never it went back. well, and the next year I, I, um, I got more serious and did the Sydney Morning Herald half in a time that got me a front start in the City to Surf and I got down to 50 minutes in the City to Surf and um, then the Sydney, that led on to the Sydney Marathon which I sort of blew up in. <laughs> so before we, before we go on, what time did you do the, um, the half marathon in your, in your flip-flops? What time was that, your slippers? Um, well, the, ne- the, the chip time was 121 right something so um, but i started in in back in the crowd so it was about a two minute difference between the, the gun time and the chip time but yeah um yeah it was enough back then when it was still yeah, a little bit easier to get a easy to get in now, now it's 78 minutes it's a killer yeah. <laughs> to get a preferred for the city to surf yeah so yeah. it's still 85 to get to stay preferred in the sydney morning herald but yeah. But seventy eight to get in the city surface too. That's very hard. Too hard. So I, I thought I had a chance this year. I was doing as many races as I could to get prepared. Yeah. But I could only manage eighty. So only eighty minutes. I'm, at least I'm in. With, <laughs> we can only dream. <laughs> at least I'm in. The, I'm in the red group with my with my, my two yeah. boys. I managed to get under seventy last cool. year. So we're all that's together. Good. Very that's good. good. Nice to share it with your kids. That's for sure. Mm. And uh, what's what's your PB for the city to surf? Well, it's all the way back in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, um, I think it's um, forty eight twenty six or something like that. Yeah, well. yeah. and yeah. and so that was when you're in the dark side wearing sneakers. Yeah, yeah. So I went for a long time wearing she wearing um, Dunlop Hollies even yeah, for right. racing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, at um, I don't know what I would have been wearing in the in that eighty seven race. Yeah, the police. So, does it? Do you do you ever sort of think maybe if I put the shoes back on, I'm going to take off a couple of minutes? Does that ever no. you don't doesn't cross your mind? Never. Do you think it would? No, no, I don't like having shoes on. Just don't no. like it. Not at all. Restrictive. Yeah, it's claustrophobic for the feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I find I just don't run as much. I, I sometimes play tennis and I have to wear tennis shoes, yeah. and if I'm coming out from the tennis then I just want to get the shoes off as quick as I can. Yeah, right. um, so, no, I don't think I'd do any would you Would you ever consider running barefoot? Or just because of the city landscape, it's probably not conducive yeah, to that? Yeah, I have enough trouble running slippers through the trails with the rocky yeah. rocky ground. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I, like, I like to have the freedom of knowing I can run anywhere and the slippers yeah. are enough to yeah. cover my feet. They're perfect. They're exactly what I wanted yeah. to, to protect your soles, but it's almost like having nothing, nothing on your on. feet. Yeah. 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 It'd be nice to have a, like a spray-on sole. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I guess you could pay a couple of hundred dollars and get some Vibram five fingers or... No, no, you know, no. There again, they're too... Too, too constrictive. Too enclosing, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like having socks on. I don't like putting socks on. Yeah, well, there you go. So that actually brings us to a listener question. Friend of the show, Paul Hadfield's got a question for you, and he wants to know where's the technology it's at for slippers these days. What's what sort of uh, how far can you take it? You know, do you have air slippers that sort of thing? Where are we at? Carbon plates, like a four percent. Well, these yeah, well these companies. There's no reason why they can't turn their running shoes into a slipper. Yeah. And, and when I was in America, the, the Pittsburgh, the expo for the Pittsburgh Marathon, they actually had some hawker slippers. Oh, wow. And I, I sort of saw them and I thought, no, no, not for me, because they had like a one-inch thick sole. Um, but on second thoughts, for something like, a, like the 12-hour, 24-hour runs, when you, your legs just get worn down yeah. and, and you, you wish you were running on grass... 
Um, I did that um, narrow bean all nighter. And there's a stretch of about 500 meters at one end where you've got to run on concrete. Mm. And that's really painful after a few hours. (laughs) Um, So... Having I could see the advantage cushion. of yeah having the cushion is makes it a bit more like running right. on a soft surface. Mm. So I'm, I'm sort of a bit open to yeah. maybe trying hockers, hockers, hockers slippers, hockers slippers. <laughs> yeah, to not, keep, yeah. keep an eye out for them. Sure. How'd, how'd you go in the Narrabeen all night? When how recently was that? Was oh, it three months ago. Four yeah, months yeah ago. it's the beginning of the year. Yeah, so. you did it. Our friend of the show, Matt, Matt Sheetha, Strava Matt, did the uh, did the race. Yeah, and. Uh, did half the race. He did half the race. He'd had enough at 50Ks. How'd you go? Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed. Um, I, I, I I do my usual trick of running running flat out at the beginning and <laughs> hoping I'll hold up, but I, I just don't put in the the distance in training to, to make it. So I was good for, say, 50 kilometres, and then it was a struggle after that. You still managed another 100. You still managed I another 50, though. Just so. got to 100, yeah. 100Ks. Yeah, you, you, we were talking earlier. Uh, you've you've done a few twenty four hour events as well. You you did two. Uh, you did two at the same distance. Where how'd you go? And which which races were they? Yeah, they were my first two in two thousand and fifteen, two thousand sixteen, when um, I was in very very good shape, and I think it ended up being a mental thing that. that I ended up 170 kilometres for both of them. The first one I gave up after 19 hours and the second one I gave up after 17 hours. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, I just couldn't couldn't get through the night. Just the smallest things just yeah. can put me off and want me to get it. I just want to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, normal. that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this was... Partly the hard surface, like running on for the track, yeah, no undulation, no muscle, different yeah. muscle recruitment. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I'm good for twelve hours, so I'm, I'm having another go this year. Twelve hours. Yeah, that's coming up in, in, in three in, weeks. In three on. weeks, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I, I'm hoping I can get back to maybe around the hundred and thirty mark. Yeah. Uh, if I can keep up steady, steady going well, the whole, whole twelve, because it's it's a sleep issue as much as anything yeah. yeah i just want to get horizontal in the middle of the night yeah. it's normal well it is yeah i guess you know, your rhythm your body rhythms and stuff want to sort of slow down at that time of night and it must be do you um take any what what sort of um like race nutrition would you have during a run like that yeah well probably that's probably what i'm missing i'm missing the like the drugs, like the, the, the caffeine and the, yeah. the neurofen or panadol or something that gets yeah. some of the people through. Yeah. Um, you don't take you don't take any caffeine or anything. Kick, give you a kick. No. What about nutrition? What do you have? Do you, are you having any? Um, I just have a variety of things. Um, um, see, the best thing that I've found is my wife makes this um, Malaysian sweet called Sri Mukha. Yeah. It's got a like a sticky rice base and a custard top yeah. and it's the sort of thing you just pick up and stuff in your mouth yeah. so um, I'll be after a bit of that again for this for this race I think. so yeah. real food but, yeah and, and you don't need a lot uh, I, particularly at the Narrabeen all nighter I, I just realised there's, there's no point taking more than you need mm. and, and I was um, feeling a bit because the Narrabeen all nighter's the beginning of the year, it's humid, and you, and you, you get a bit dehydrated, um, and, and I could feel this, this, the saltiness in my mouth, so I wasn't keen on having um, electrolyte drinks, so I was sort of flushing my mouth with, with, with water, and then I found the the soy milk was was pretty good, but I decided to, I just leave it. I guess I wasn't hungry either. I was feeling a bit sick. Just leave it until I had that the feeling that I needed it, yeah. and that seemed to work as well. I was pretty comfortable with that, so not to, not to sort of fill myself up with with stuff just yeah, because you've you got it. Gut issues, I suppose, when you start feeling your uh, gut full of stuff. Yeah, just more just a case of not being hungry. Yeah. So most endurance athletes are using gels like goo gels, and the, and they've got caffeine in them. Don't you think that would complement endurance running? What you're doing? 
Yeah, probably would. Yeah. Um, but I just don't notice. Uh, you, you see there's caffeine in it, but I just don't notice whether it's making any difference. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and, and it's not going to make... Coffee's never made any difference for keeping me up at night. I, no, right. I, I, I crash pretty early. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I get laughed at by the family because I'm, cause I'm a, wanting to go to sleep. My eyes are yeah. hanging out of my head by, by 9 o'clock. Yeah, we all do, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> coffee, coffee doesn't do anything for that. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I use the gels mainly in marathons. Yeah. And so you do use them? In, in some races? Yeah, I'll have a couple for, for a marathon. Yeah. I, I sort of learnt after that first race that I mentioned um, in, in 2010, the Sydney Marathon. Because so I ran a marathon back in 1989, a Melbourne Marathon, and I, and I did 2.43, and it was, and it was pretty easy. Um, <laughs> That's a pretty quick time. Well, when, you, when you're young and you're, you're fit, because I... Again, yeah. I was I was doing a lot of running down in Wollongong around Mount Kira and yeah. riding my bike. It was around the triathlon years, so I was very fit, and um, it just didn't notice the difference, the distance at all. No. So when I got to my next one, twenty five years later, almost, um, I um, tried to do it the same way, and um, I'd never, I only sort of recently gotten into running, and I hadn't run the sort of distances that needed to be supplemented with energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I started, I probably did a, a 78 first half and then by about 28 kilometres I could feel, 25 kilometres I could feel my head starting to spin and I knew I was low on sugar um, and I needed something and I probably went overboard and grabbed a, f- a handful of jelly beans the first aid station I came to and that didn't do me any good so um, I had a pretty bad positive split that year Uh, but you still ran 78 um, well 78 for the first half and I ended up coming I I got in at 256 or something like that Um, but that just felt like a a disaster after after I was in such good shape Um, so I kept it up kept it up after that and the next race was the Canberra Marathon in 2011 and I had a really good run that was in the wet yeah. and I, I started from the middle of the field because I didn't have any preferred start I was in the crowd and that sort of slow start running through, through all the, everybody running past everyone sort of gave me a lift Yeah. and I, I got in 2.43 flat Wow. and um that's that's when I I sort of had a bit of um, notoriety. I got got in the chat group, the Cool Runnings chat group. <laughs> bit of bit of um, uh, mention from um, uh, with, what's his name, um, the moderator. No, 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 no. Ah, I've forgotten his name. Um, anyway, Colin. No, no, no. The but Davies. Brendan, Brendan Davies. Brendan Davies. Yeah, friend of the show. I should should have remembered him. Um, yeah, uh, he he came in front of me, but he wasn't happy because my chip time was better than his chip time because <laughs> I started in the middle of the field. Yeah, there you go. And I knocked him out of ten places. He's really determined to get in the top ten. Yeah. So uh, I I I I know I've mentioned this before, and I. I it was a long time ago, and he he blitzed everything since then. It probably yeah. that's probably what got him going. I upset him from <laughs> from knocking him off tenth place, and he, yeah, he to, went bananas. You got to take these little victories. Yeah, take them. You got to take them, mate. You time to beat it. Brendan Davies, mate. Yeah, yeah. So it's, good day. Every time his name comes up, you go, "I beat him this one time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw him this year at um, Canberra, and he'd done Mount. The solitary the week before yeah, right. Jabalani the week yeah, before yeah that's and, right yeah and then he was doing the 50 kilometer and, and, and he yeah. he's prolific he, yeah. it was like nothing he, he, yeah. he, he was fresh as fresh as ever yeah and lovely lovely bike you've done the 50 down there a few times yourself yeah well. I do it every second year yeah right so marathon then 50 um, well, go down to Canberra I did the marathon the first year. I was yep. supposed to do the fifty, but it was a wet year, and I, I yeah. pushed it as hard as I could for the marathon. So I, yep. I skipped out on the fifty. But then I felt I, I missed out 
because they used to have the, the chance of doing the 50 yeah. tacked on to the end. So yeah. two years later, I had to do the, the marathon with the 50. And I've been doing the 50 ever since. Because yeah. yeah. it's just one race I've managed to get in the top 10 every time I've done it. Yeah. So I can get the bib with my name on it. Fair enough. You got some pretty, <laughs> feel, feel pretty special times. Yeah. Like 320 for a 50 in 2015, I noticed. Yeah, that was a, that was a strong field that year. Um, all, I think I don't know whether it was the first year that it had been the Australian cha- fifty championships, but yeah. but um, there were a lot of good runners. I think. Um, What's your favourite distance to race? Um, well, I've got to say the half or the marathon. Yeah. yeah. Um, the half because I can just run it hard. I know I can run it hard any time. Yeah. And. Um, I can I can back up and be good in a couple of days. Um, so I just just with this trip to America, I um, I, I was there for the fifth, for the half, uh, for the marathon in Pittsburgh, and the week before I had a chance to run a, either a marathon or a half, and I I I, I just I decided to do the half because I knew I could run the half flat out one week. Do as well as I could, yeah. and then and recover. Okay. Do do the marathon as hard as I could, but I'm, I wasn't sure that I could do two marathons in no. in, in a week. <laughs> no, most people wouldn't. I'm sure you probably could, but uh, yeah, you might have been a smart mm-hmm. smart move there. Can it, we? Uh, well. While we're talking about marathons, can we can we roll off some PBs? Was that two forty three marathon that you did? Was that a PB for you? Two forty three flat. Was the yeah. PB, yeah. but I've done two forty three, like that eighty nine one was two forty three as well. Yeah, wow. So done it a few times. And then two thousand and fifteen yeah. was two forty three. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, it'd be nice to, to crack it, but I feel I'm going the wrong way at the moment. Yeah. So you're fifty. Fifty two. Fifty two, but you're still running really well. What yeah. what what time time did you run at Pittsburgh this year? Pittsburgh was. 252 yeah um, I, I'll be getting that down yep. during the year uh, did you sort s- of did you do the M7 last year oh yeah the M7 don't talk about it yeah. it's too hard yeah <laughs> uh, but it was a good it's a good lead up race to the Sydney Marathon oh sorry so what did you do at Sydney Marathon last year Sydney Marathon was 247 247 yeah. that's yeah. quick yeah. sub four minute yes um, and yeah I, I should be because that stretch of the year, I, I do the the, um, the Sydney half out at Olympic Park, and that's a very quick race. I've managed to get um, 76 and 78 in the last couple of years. So that's a good lead up. What's, you know. what's your PB for the half? Well, in, in the last 10 years, it's 70, 70, something like 76, 40 something wow. uh, at Olympic Park. Yeah, right. So but, over forty. But, but back in the, back in the heyday, back in my uni years, I think I, I managed around seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't, you haven't really slowed down much in twenty years, twenty-five years. Yeah. Well, it's a case of effort. Yeah. I, I think I did it without too much training back then. Yeah. I was doing other things. I was playing squash, and, and doing the triathlon training. So yeah. that that would have gotten me fit. But in terms of running. The last ten years, I've done it a lot. Have you always, well, or always, have you never had a car, or you've just managed to sort of work your way out of it? Like, have is the reason um, why you attribute your, your overall fitness to just that? You know, walking everywhere, running everywhere, carrying your groceries, um, and then that incidental extra effort. Do you think that? plays a part in the longevity of your running oh yeah, and yeah the speed that's that's what keeps me going yeah i have to be able to run yeah if i if i couldn't run then just my life wouldn't wouldn't yeah, uh, i don't know how i'd exist uh because everything depends on my running yeah uh i'll go i'll run anywhere like just running here today yeah. it's very doing it all the time makes it easy and makes yeah. it feel good it's normal yeah, it's just a yeah, normal part of life. Yeah. yeah, just sometimes it's a, it's a first kilometer or two that you need to get, to get going with. Yeah. I think that's what puts off a lot of people. 
Yeah, it's, it's the getting getting started. Oh, that's definitely the and, case. Yeah. And, and once you get into it, it can feel really good. But a lot of people just don't get that feeling. They get they get over that initial hump mm. to warm up or to get your breath back, and then mm. we'll get as far as the trail. Like this morning, we yeah. we had to run a k or yeah. so to get really onto the trail. Yeah, it would have been it would have been two k's to the trail. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Pretty hilly, and, and that's that. That's the hardest. That was the hardest part. That's the hardest yeah. part to to get going on. It's know, still dark, dark too. Sort of <laughs> yeah, we we often drive there. You know, yeah. it's only a couple of k, but it's uh, yeah, it's a bit of a punish to to run up and down. It's so beautiful to run in the national park, and yet, you know, you think oh, I don't really want to run to there as well. So. Yeah. But I didn't notice it. You run with a couple of friends. No, that's right, when you're talking. Yeah. And, and you just don't notice the running at all. Well, to be honest, I just walk out the door and run from yeah, home do, every yeah. morning, you know. And uh, and it is 2Ks to the National Park, so we sport where we are. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, but yeah, but I, but I love it. And I, and I don't mind the fact that it's only 2Ks to, to get to the National Park. Um, but, it's, but it's funny, when you come out of the National Park and you're back on the road, you notice the noise of the cars and it just sort of breaks up that peace that you have when you are running in the National Park. Mm. So uh, for all those listeners that aren't uh, near a National Park or whatever, maybe make the time on a weekend or whatever to get out and have a run in the bush because it's just beautiful. It's a good place to do a long run. Yeah. Quiet. No yeah, cars. yeah, well, getting away from cars is an important thing. That's why I do a lot of my running at 4 o'clock in the morning before yeah. the traffic gets up. Yeah, definitely appreciate it, don't you? Because um, when you when you asked me to come around the first time two thirty, I thought no, no, not 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 during the day when it's all busy. Yeah. Uh, at least I could get over here without too much too much interference. Just um, especially around where I live, there's just constant cars everywhere. You want, every every street you want to cross is yeah. is um, busy. Yeah, it'd be nice. You know, all that infrastructure is beautifully and empty at uh, that time in the morning, isn't it? <laughs> perfect time to go for a ride or a run or a scooter or take your kids out for a walk because it's safe and quiet yeah but we waste it by sleeping i suppose it's a bit tough getting my kids out yeah yeah, well very good story and you're new to listening to podcasts i believe yeah well listening to your podcast is a bit very very laid back yep so i can see we're nearly due for another one here yeah let me uh let me go to the bar and I'll, i'll get us another filter It'll be cold. This one will be colder. Trust me. Should do. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Very, very relaxed and easy easy to listen to on the... I mean, it's good with the MP3 players. I put them in my hat. Yeah, right. Put an MP3 player. I run it in my hat. I had a guy when I was doing one of these 12-hour races, he wanted to find out the technology of wireless headphones. No, no. I just have it in my hat. So you wear you you've been running in a bucket hat forever. Yeah, yeah, I can't run without a bucket hat. Yeah, why why a bucket hat as opposed to a cap? Because it's more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, just sits sits comfortably. Yeah, it just holds my brain in yeah. quite nicely. Yeah. Um and, and just having been to America where everyone wears caps, I tried the cap and I and I felt like I really fit in with the crowd. I, yeah. nobody saw me as a for, foreigner wearing the cap, but I wasn't comfortable so after a week i switched back to the bucket hat how do, how do you get how do you listen to music in the bucket cap how does how, how does that work just put, put it on top of your head. your head just put the m3 M on your head and then pull that yeah. put it over your head yeah, and that's it. press press play mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah so you you were talking about how how to load this would be this would be uh, useful information uh loading it onto your mp3 the 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 podcast. podcast. Do you want to tell tell the listeners how you got it onto your MP3 using Spreaker? Yeah, Spreaker. You can you can download it, the MP3 version of the episodes. Yeah. On, Whereas on. previously the the Podbean was suitable for your phones. It would download the episodes so you could play them off your phones. But I, the phone's too big for me to yeah, to right. run with. It doesn't fit under my hat. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was good to find this um, Spreaker. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So other people can do the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got a you've got a good collection that would do me do me for a few weeks running early in the morning. 
Yeah, we've got 30. We've got up to 30, 30 now. episodes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, well done, mate. Yeah. We've got That's very good. 10 more lined up, actually. I've got a list yeah. of the, the next 10, so... It might take me a while to be prepared to listen to myself. <laughs> That's right. Get there yeah. yeah, don't listen to mine, mate. <laughs> you go to sleep. <laughs> They've gotten a lot better since then, thankfully. <laughs> That's it. And you're not on Strava, so if the listeners wanted to um, follow, follow your runnings, you're, you're not on Strava. No, no, no. My Strava would be very, very tedious to look at. All these ten-kilometer an hour runs. Yeah. How many Gee. k? How many k's a week? Have you estimated how many k's a week you reckon you knock out? Well, it, it all adds up because of my running around doing daily tasks. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'd be sitting on thirty to forty kilometers a day. Yeah. Um, I imagine. So I, I don't really add it up. Yeah. I just go off. But I tend to go off my steps. Yeah. So I'm already up to 40,000 40, steps, yeah. and it's nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it doesn't take much. No. So uh, yeah, so you're probably sitting on, and that's probably why you've got that base and why you're knocking out. You know, it, you quite comfortably can go and knock out a sub three marathon because you you're doing 200 k's a week. You know, you've just got such a good base. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I felt felt the strength on on the weekend with the Sydney Morning Herald path. Yeah. Um, I, I was just running steadily the whole way through it. Yeah. I, I thought at the beginning that I might have had a bit of weakness in the hamstrings, but I, I really kept kept going nicely. What just the, just don't have the the early speed that I, I used to have. A few of our our mates, uh, Brad Glennon, friend of the show. He goes the florist. They all they uh, did the florist did the did he did that uh, Higgins and and Higgins and Brad Higgins and Brad did the half. How'd you go? Uh, just over the, um, 80, 80 minutes. yeah eighty twenty three I think. It wow, was. that's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah that's, rapid. <laughs> that's pretty quick. <laughs> that's good. You uh, you got a couple of questions? I'll go to the bar. Yep. I uh, I was googling the other, like the other night and um and there was a, a comment by a guy who was uh, on his blog and it was a funny little he had a funny blog and it, it said I did see Philip Balnov at the start he was looking around for you know people that he was going to race against I guess and looking for his competition and he's gone I did see Phil at the start this guy's a bit of a, an enigma met him a few times at the races and he's a gun runner with a 240 marathon as we talked about and um, if you were to to look at him, you'd think that he just stepped out of a garden after doing a spot of gardening. <laughs> and, uh, the bucket hat, casual shirt, sandals. Looks like a nutter, but he can definitely run. And an uh, absolutely nice guy to boot. And uh, I knew that I'd have a challenge on my hands um, with him at the start line. So I guess uh, the looks sometimes can be deceiving. And, you know, and when I first saw you... Um, running the Sydney Marathon actually I was there with my wife and I had a couple of kids in prams and stuff and we went in to cheer on a couple of mates in Centennial Park and then we made our way up to the Opera House and I remember seeing you come through you know I think it was 240 something you know 243 or very something like that around 2015 and, uh, and I said to Agnes wow have a look at this Blake and, uh, and he's flying along in these slippers and the bucket hat just instantly recognisable and uh, and yeah we've you know obviously said g'day down at Shri Chinmoy and uh, and you know I've seen you in the results and I always look out for your name in the results um, since then because it's it's a cool you know cool to have people that are a little bit you know not just your normal runner who wears you know all of the latest gear and, and shows you don't have to actually have any any technology in order to do well. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can yeah. be an individual, you know. Yeah, I think I've had a few people wondering wondering about me whether I was for real. <laughs> the first year I ran the the, the 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 Sydney Marathon in around it was around two forty eight. Yeah. They they checked on yes. me. They checked up my splits to make sure I went through all the splits because they were surprised to see someone looking like me at the end. Well, yeah. When after I was telling the guys when I finished the half marathon down at Audley when you when you ran the 305 and it, you know it was so muddy it was pissing down rain and I said to the guys there's a bloke out there leading the marathon in in slippers yeah. and a bucket hat 
And they all said, bullshit. And I said, it's not bullshit, he's killing. Not to mention, because of, uh, you know, the conditions, you got your nipples are bleeding oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and running down the shirt. That is the definition of hardcore, I reckon. Have you, have you still got that Bing Tang t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it was a Bing Tang t-shirt, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I Picked it up off the street or something. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I forgot the nipple tape again in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. The same bleeding nipples. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done that a few times. That's just to rub it into the competitors around you yeah. and say, well, you know, you might be, uh, you might be doing it a little bit tough, but you know, getting it done. Yeah, I also had one of the Sydney Morning Herald halves. I was running along the the expressway off to Piermont, and a guy came up behind me on a on a bike one of the race guys he wanted me to get off the road he he didn't think i was genuine <laughs> genuinely a yeah. and i mean you, you're winning your age group or or overall in a lot of races that you do um it's you know it's a bit unfortunate that people judge you for that to be honest because you only have to look at your gait and look at your speed to know that it's pretty obviously that you're a hell of a runner it's uh yeah. So have you got have you got um, training slippers and racing slippers? And can you tell us tell us the difference of the two? Yeah, I um, I've got thicker slippers that I've gotten from Malaysia. Malaysia is a great country yeah. for slippers. Yeah, right. They, they tend to be slipper wearers over there. Yeah. So there's a range, and they've got their own company called Asadi that that has a, a nice range of slippers. So As, I can, Asahi like the beer company? No, Asadi. No, Asadi. 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 Um, you can just go to a supermarket there right. and they'll have like six or eight different types of slippers that I can choose from. It's like slipper heaven. Yeah. Um, can't get anything here. Um, so they they but they tend to be a bit thicker sole and they, no, no, the foot isn't as comfortable in them. It sort of tends to want to push the foot out after, mm. after a distance, and if your foot gets a bit sweaty. Whereas um, the type they used to sell at Kmart, yeah. the, 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 the gold medal slipper, gold standard. Um, um, they're really nice. They, but they've got a thinner sole. And I, I use them on the weekend, yeah. and I use them in, in Pittsburgh, having just managed to to purchase a pair and, and, and receive them the Friday before. Um, yeah. I mean, they're exactly the same mould as the Kmart ones, yeah. but at the moment, I only seem to be able to get them in America, unless yeah. I do a tour of China and find, yeah, find, find out, which, out the company that makes them yeah the which factory, factory is churning them. them out so um, you've got have you got two different brands that you favour like race ones versus training ones yeah well that that race one is the Asadi is that no no no, no that's the training one. one this is the American one it's called a Kaibak Kaibak Vertico Vertico slipper but you can't get them to import yeah, right. Amazon, it's like you know, how Amazon changed and they don't send you everything from America. Um, so I couldn't get them. I could see them on the websites there. Right, and you... I, I, between Amazon and, and, and uh, eBay, they all have them there, but as soon as you, 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 you I... say, yes, I'll buy it, it just Wait, says, doesn't forget it. <laughs> yes. so, so where can the listeners pick up something that's easy to access um, that's sort of similar if they want to get started in wearing slippers where where, where would you send them or would you suggest uh, you can't you can't I, I wish I could import them I, I want to be yeah. an import I want to give up my job at the hospital and yeah. be a slipper slipper supplier and maybe yeah. um, maybe take people running during the night that sort of yeah. thing but um, I can't get the source for these yeah. slippers I mean there is a is a like china.com something site that I've seen a nice pair of slippers but I need to import a thousand oh, or yeah, fifteen hundred right. to, to get going well, let's just jump in mate just do it yeah, Commit. yeah. where's your commitment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably go I through to, how many kilometers do you go I need through? to get, yeah. get a sample from them first. that's a good question like how many pairs and, are you going and to may, maybe start up a business that's it 
Um, the, How many I, weeks do you get out of a pair no, of sandals? No, no, I get quite a months? bit out of them because yeah. I tend to train in these the Malaysian ones yeah. that, that are pretty but durable. Yeah. Um, so I don't really see that many worn out during a year. Mm. Um, and then if I've got the racing ones, I only need to use them for racing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is every so, weekend, mind you. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're racing a lot. You're racing a lot. Yeah. Is that so what every six months would you would you would you work through a pair? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And each pair on average fourteen bucks. No, well, the ones in Malaysia, are maybe bucks. ten or fifteen <laughs> Malaysian ringgit. So that's works out like three to five bucks. Yeah. yeah right. Jeez. It's cheap when when most people are paying like one forty for decent running shoes. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Wow. and I, I'm I'm very happy with what I've got. Just um, I, I always worry have to worry about running out. Once I'm one not going to go to America every time. <laughs> I need some slippers. One thing uh, you mentioned while we were going for a run, we ran around uh, the Discovery Trail and. And there's a few sticks pointing out, and you mentioned that uh, some you had a stake go through one of your slippers, and it went between your toe and your, uh, and or between your toes, and it was a bit lucky that you didn't impale yeah, well, yourself. That, that was that was on the top of Mount Solitary. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mount Solitary with, Marathon, right? Yeah, yep. with um, what would that have been like thirty-five kilometres to go, and in your racing flats, um, yeah, racing slippers, my racing slippers. So I, I've learnt from that. To wear my training slippers if in I'm that doing a trail yep. race with a sort of rough because that going across the top it's sort of like rough scrub right and um, yeah so that that stick went straight through and if it hadn't gone between my toes it would have gone straight into my foot yeah that wouldn't have been ideal um, but uh, I've I've been pretty pretty lucky with the slippers I but yep. I haven't had any injuries well except actually the same race. Same Mount Solitary race, I was running up to the top of Ferber Steps and um, one of the women came by me and um, I think I was just distracted a bit and I was seeing uh, what's happening to me here and I, and I stubbed my toe um, and that took a bit of recovering from because right. yeah. Like I was falling up the steps so I didn't hurt myself falling but I really gave my yeah, toe a belt. Yeah. And um, I, I, I couldn't. You're in the middle of a race at Ferber Steps, so there's nothing much you can do but to keep going and just put up with it. Yeah. And so that was that was a bit to, to overcome because I had that. That was the Mount Solitary. Two weeks later, I had a 24-hour run down in Coburg, oh. and um, yeah. so she took me about it. A year to realise that I'd been compensating for the big toe and not landing wow. on it properly yep. all that time because the toe had sort of recovered, but I was feeling pain all around it because I was Can't not know. yeah landing not on the properly. toe properly. Right, and it, and it started to feel like my, my right slipper wasn't fitting as well as my left, just because of the way I was running and yeah. not landing properly. So I, I've overcome that in the last couple of months so besides um you know like an impact injury do have you suffered because like the obvious question is do you have enough support in in your flip-flops in your slippers and so the obvious question is has you know changing over from wearing running shoes to now just running in in your slippers do you have you had any injuries are you are you prone to injuries um, because a lot of runners at, at any one time, if you get 10 runners in a room, you know, two or three are going to have, have niggles or injuries just, just through running. Probably half. Pro- yeah. I'm being too generous. Yeah. Aren't yeah. I? yeah half, half. half or more. Everyone's against, got some. Niggle. Everyone's got some sort of niggle injuries. How's your, how's your body holding up with the, um, with the slippers? Um, well, it's been a long time since I, I ran running shoes, so I can't really compare it with that. Yeah. But, yeah, nothing. No issue. Nothing. I think, and I think it suits the way I run. Yep. Fairly front foot landing. How did you learn? And did you did you go through a transition, or did you learn to do it, or did you teach yourself, or someone gave you the idea, or what? Well, I think the thing that prodded me to to land front foot yep. 
was when I was down in Wollongong, I'd been out drinking one night and I was a bit drunk running home because I always you know, get yeah, over these nights, you run home and you yeah. work a bit of the, the alcohol off. But I jumped off, you know, 10 steps or something and I landed heavily on my heel and my heel was sore. Right. And, and so that's what got me running more forward. Wow. And, and, and it suited running in the slippers. So, uh, some benefits from running home drunk. Yeah, you're learning. That's right, you're learning. Correct technique. You've had uh, 25 years of injury free running since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How good's that? Keeps giving, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So, the only knee problems I've had have been not from running at all. It's been crawling around on the floor with my kids when they were toddlers or or, um, just sitting in a swivel chair and just twisting my knee when I was sitting talking to somebody. But it's been um, easy to overcome. I learned sort of riding a exercise bike or riding my bike to yeah. to strengthen up the knee. It's always been uh, hasn't been a problem at all. No, no, no. So um, we can't do a podcast without talking about six foot track. We bring it up every every interview <laughs> we do. It's 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 like a, a rash that doesn't go away. And seeing that I'm here with Mr. Six Foot, Mr. how many have you knocked out, Danny? Seventeen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Seventeen next year. 17 next year. Like the sun rises in the morning. (laughs) You'll get that 17 done. That's it. And so, Phil, I don't believe you've done a six foot. Would you like to be at the starting line next year? Yeah, well, I've worked it with the missus that she's off. She does night shifts on the weekend, so she's off that weekend. Oh, good stuff. So if I can manage to get a start. Yeah, that's half half the problem these days. I'm going to give it a go because it seems, seems like my kind of trail I always thought it would have been rougher than it is but no. it seems to be a pretty fast trail it's got your name written all over it I reckon mm. yeah so I'll, I'll be giving it giving it a go I can see you and the slippers flying down Nellie's Glen stairs right. you'll be fine with that you'll be fine can I uh, fire three quick questions at you um, what's your favourite event if you what's been your favourite event just one event one off favourite event that you've participated in the the best event of all time was the Royal National Park Triathlon. Triathlon, yeah, 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 swimming down at Audley and yeah. then then doing the bike ride and the loop Big around loop. from from Audley and then running down Lady Carrington Drive. Well, there you go. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah that I was did, late. Did, eight, was late eighties. Yeah, I did it a couple of years, eighty six and eighty seven. What was the years. distances? Um, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, it was it was a k or a k and a half for the swim. swim. I'm not sure. And then forty kilometre bike ride, and yeah. then about an eighteen. Yeah, seventeen or eighteen k. Yeah, right. k. Um, right. Bluey and Hickey were uh, talking about that on a previous yeah. episode. That's the Bushies uh, yeah. episode. You like the Bushies episode because they do talk yeah. about that triathlon. You have to yeah. have a listen to that episode. Oh, there you go. The Bushies. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so that's your favourite event and favourite beer. Now, obviously, now it's filter. It's got filter. Yeah, yeah. yeah pH. Yeah. They changed the name just to. Yeah, they changed the name for you. Yeah. Do you Where not, do they sell these? Oh, well, Dan you can get Murphy's. them at most most bottle shops. Dan you Murphy's have them. Yeah. Do you like it? Where Where are they from? Uh, Maricol. Oh, you like it? You're, you're yeah. a fan. Yeah. And do you normally have beer on the weekend? What's, do you, are you a beer man? Um, the only real time I have beer is after a game of tennis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, social doubles. Yeah. And we we got to finish sports with a with a good yeah. beer. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. And and what yeah. we what were you drinking prior to filter? I just have a mixture. Anything. Did, did you weren't fast. Whatever's on uh, yeah. tap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, vego. Are you a vegetarian diet? What's your diet? You anything? Anything goes. Food, kids. How do you how do you be a veggie when you yeah. when you got kids? Yeah. My, my son is a, he's a chicken fanatic. He was born in the year of chicken, but he, yeah. if he doesn't have chicken, it's like this hasn't got anything in it. it got anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I like my my veggie curries. Yeah. 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 No, the only reason I ask we, we've we've just found that there's a real pattern there with endurance athletes more recently seem to be vegetarians. So it's really interesting, you know. Matt's gone on the bandwagon. I've got so, on the bandwagon as well, you know. There's, um, 
All right. Well, uh, we might wrap it up. So uh, thanks very much for giving up your time. Thanks for getting up at 3 a.m. and jogging over it's to uh, very join impressive. us. Very and, impressive. Um, and having a couple of beers and a chat with us. That was awesome. Yeah, and um, It's been a, a, enough time resting here. I, I might be right to, to get to run back. Do you reckon you, there's a chance jogging back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. should be right. Not yeah. too late in the day. Yeah. You've only had two beers, so you'll, you'll burn it off. Oh, I think yeah. I might. Try Car- another one before I leave. Carbolating. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Pack one for the uh, after the uh, the run home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That quote anyway that you don't stop running because you grow old. You grow old because you stop, stop running. running. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, and I was going to mention the discount codes. So Goo Energy, if you want to get some gels or some electrolytes or anything online. Uh, if you put in the, the code at the end, running matters, you'll get a 15% discount online. Uh, Fractal running caps, if you put running matters on with your discount code at the end, you'll get a 15%. What's um, what's the Fractal running caps? See, that, that's them, those, those two there, and also the one on my head, the one that I'm wearing. So that's, uh, yeah, Fractal. So they, uh, they make a performance running cap. And, uh, yeah, so we've been having competitions and giving away guessing competitions. I couldn't think of anyone, anything for this podcast. I was actually going to say, what's, uh, guess your, your PB for uh, your marathon, but we've already spoken about it. So that was going to, that's what I was going to do for the, the guessing competition. Um, but yeah, we've been guess having guess. how far I'm going to get in the 12 hour race. Yeah, yeah we can do that. well, that's right. Well, why don't we do that? Let's do that. All right. So you're doing the 12 hour race. On the Camel track Town, on the fifteenth and sixteenth of June, which is three weeks away. Yeah. So this podcast is going to be released in a, in a week's time. So that's prior to the event. So we can do that. So we've got to guess how many kilometres that you're going to do. You're doing the twelve hour, mm. and the goal I heard you say earlier was one hundred and thirty kilometres. Yeah, yeah, it's that's ambitious. the goal. That's ambitious. ambitious. I've, I've done it. I've done it before, but uh, I don't know about this year. I have to get in some serious you know, mental training, concrete running yeah. to prepare the legs. All right. So you're, if if we're being fair to the listeners who want to want to have a go at winning the fractal cap, somewhere between a hundred and hundred and thirty. You reckon you're fairly confident you're going to knock out a hundred? Oh, hundreds. Yeah, no sweat. That's where hundreds is a done deal. So if you're going to guess, guess somewhere between 100 and 130. Mm. All right, yeah. that's, that's perfect. All right, that's good. All right, well, that's a competition. So, um, yeah, Fractal, if you want to get their performance running caps online and put in the, the code Running Matters and you get a 15% discount. Guy Me Allied Health, mention Running Matters and get a 15% discount when you uh, go up and get treatment there. So, um, it's good. So, and can I just mention that that weekend, that Sri Chinmoy 24-hour, 12-hour, that's going to be a cracker. There's 24-hour race. They've got some some hot runners in it. Yeah. And it'd be interesting that Barry Keem, yeah. who's, who's been doing the 50, 50K races down in in Canberra and, and been winning yeah. it's reg, reg, regularly the Orange Marathon, about um, 10 times, yeah. This is his first 24-hour race, so it'll be interesting to see whether he can can wind back and, and get through it. Yeah, oh. all right, well... Yeah, slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He'll be used to running really, really fast. There's a, there's a few other good runners in it, like Matthew Eckford, who's, who's run over 250 for a 24-hour. Wow. And um, Dara O'Loughlin, he's one down in Coburg, 24-hour runner. I wonder if Stephen Redfern's doing that. No, I don't think he's... He he, he's got to recover from this. Lara Pinto. Lara Pinto. That's three, but he's got three weeks to recover. Uh, he bounces back pretty quick. He's done two 12-hour runs already this year. Yeah. 12-hour yeah. races. Yeah. He did Canberra and then he did Coburg. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I'd be very impressed if he can have another go on the track. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Um... Simone Hayes, friend of the show. She's Simone, yeah. she's she's running. Whether is she doing the twenty? Is this going to be her twenty four hour run? I'm not sure. I we'll have to check that. But she's definitely there, twelve or twenty four. Um, Sun Chul. Yeah. Sun Chul Sin is also there, twenty four hour. He did it last year, and I think he almost wiped himself out. But yeah, wow. He's going he's, back. He's, he's done about twenty races again. already this year, including the hundred last week. He's he's phenomenal. He yeah. just just. 
keeps going. Yeah. That's good. And um, so the last code, discount code, that we'll mention is for Surf Coast Century. So anyone thinking about doing the 50K down at Surf Coast Century and or the 100K, um, you can use the promo code Running Matters SCC 2019 and get a 10% discount on your registration. Thanks very much for the time, guys. Great morning. We should do this every morning. How good would that be? Yeah. Get up. Have a great day. Yeah, get yeah, up at 3 a.m., go running. Be good to have an ADO every <laughs> yeah, That's right. Yeah. A couple of beers for breakfast. Yep. All right. Um, see you guys out running soon. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Phil. Mm-hmm.